Welcome to the Great Communicators podcast presented by the MIT Office of Graduate Education, a professional development podcast expressly designed to bring lessons from the field to our graduate student researchers. My name is Adam Greenfield, and I'm pretty sure it's no secret just how important a role the audience plays in any type of communication. But in this episode, I want to flip that around a little bit and focus on what the speaker's equally important role is to the audience's understanding of a concept or idea. When I first began working on this series, I somewhat expected to get specific answers and direction on what effective communication looks like. After all, the people I plan to speak with have a significant amount of experience and exposure and knowledge when it comes to communication. But after speaking with this episode's guest, I learned perhaps less is more. Now, our guest really needs no introduction, but I'm going to give one anyway. He's a world-renowned speaker, scientist, philosopher, and political activist, to name just a few things. Really, the list of accomplishments and hats he's worn over the years. Every single one. Could go on and on classic formulation back to the 17th century is that experience conforms to the modes of cognition. And that wisdom-filled voice you just heard? That's, that's Noam Chomsky. That's the basis for even the most elementary experiences. And when we talk about more complex matters, of course... We're I have to admit, at first I was a bit nervous about talking to Professor Chomsky. Here's this internationally respected man who's been the voice of immense knowledge and powerful ideas for many, many years. And for a brief moment in time, he's going to know my name. That's kind of heavy. But as I thought more and more about the reasons why Professor Chomsky would be a great guest for the show, all of that anxiety faded. Over the years, Professor Chomsky has been in front of countless people and is tasked with connecting with his audiences in many different ways. I feel like this is just one reason that makes him a bit of an expert on the topic of communication. Now, whether or not Professor Chomsky considers himself an expert on the subject is irrelevant. What matters to him most is with great knowledge comes great responsibility. Well, I think uh, it's up to people uh, who have, uh, people like us who happen to have a degree, a substantial degree of privilege, privilege, automatically confers responsibility, means you can do things that others can't, and part of that responsibility is to create a public environment in which people are offered the opportunity and encouraged to pursue their interests and concerns without uh, the uh, distortions of institutional and other kinds of constraints. In the educational system, that means uh, in the classroom uh, uh, following uh, actually advice that uh, a former faculty member here, Vicki Weisskopf, once expressed very well, that the purpose of the lectures is to help people. It, it doesn't matter what we cover. It matters what you discover. That's the purpose of education. And that extends to uh, other aspects of social life as well. In Professor Chomsky's time, he's also communicated ideas in multiple mediums, 
from interviews to articles to documentaries, and even animated videos based on recorded interviews he's done. So it made me wonder if he had a preference on what the most effective communication tool is when it comes to an audience and why he felt that way. Personal discussion face-to-face. I just think it's a natural human characteristic to want to be with people directly rather than through some uh, alienating medium. Well, we're off to an ironic start, it seems, since I was talking to him online. However, I can actually appreciate this method of connecting with an audience. Seeing an audience's facial expressions or body movements can allow you, the speaker, to determine how much of an effect you're having and if the audience is understanding you. Our conversation then shifted to the subject of political rhetoric, something that came up in an article I read prior to our talk. At one point in the article, he alluded to the idea that communication was not about persuasion, but about creating a path for the listener to come to an understanding on their own. I've always held it as a belief that I can't claim originality for that uh, sentiment. It's a paraphrase of a comment on the nature of education by Wilhelm von Humboldt, early 19th century founder of uh, Great Humanist and the founder of the modern research university. Uh, He said, we should not think of education on the model of pouring water into a vessel, but rather laying out a string along which the student can find his or her own course uh, in uh, developing their creative capacities and their capacity to inquire and and create themselves. So there's a structure, but the important thing is discovering, not memorizing. In regards to Professor Chomsky's own rhetorical activities, it seemed pretty relevant then to find out what the driving purpose behind them is and what he hopes to accomplish with them. Well, there's an ideal and there's reality, which may not be the same, but uh, the ideal would be to encourage people to be able to think for themselves and to explore the issues that are partially laid out and outlined in the uh, course of the process of interaction. The reality may be, and shouldn't be, uh, efforts to try to uh, induce people to accept your own point of view. And that tension is always there. You know, this lead a horse to water idea is actually a really interesting approach. It seems to create a balance between the speaker and the audience, as well as puts a responsibility on the speaker to effectively lead an audience to gather new knowledge on their own. On the other side, is a responsibility on the audience to put in an equal amount of effort to reach a common understanding. And while I think this method of communicating and connecting with an audience has a ton of merit, it could also be difficult to pull off. On one hand, there's a necessary faith in the audience, but on the other hand, Your role is to communicate. Do that well, and your audience will find their own way to the water. Thanks for listening to the Great Communicators podcast brought to you by the MIT Office of Graduate Education. 
My name is Adam Greenfield, and feel free to talk amongst yourselves. This podcast was written and produced by Adam Greenfield. The executive producer of this podcast is Patrick Yurick. The Great Communicators Podcast. The Great Communicators Podcast, Grad Comics Live, Grad Comics The Game, and the Technically Speaking Comic Book Series are part of a professional development initiative called GradX. GradX is, GradX made, is made possible by the Office of Graduate Education at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. To find out more, to about, find Grad out X, more about GradX, as well as get access to other episodes of the Great Communicators podcast, go to gradx.mit.edu. For more information, for more information and links on the music used in this episode, please see the show notes.